This is Helping of Happiness, episode number 129. Today we are talking to Kristen Walker-Smith about how to help our children get closer to God one minute of scripture study at a time. Hi, I'm Hilary Hess, and you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I'm a Christian mom of seven kids who loves to build memories through eating tasty family recipes and going on fun adventures with my family. On this podcast, I'm introducing you to the light-filled people and ideas who inspire me to be a better mom and help me bring my family closer together and closer to Jesus Christ. Our guest today is one that really inspires me across the board. I really love listening to her podcast. I love her YouTube videos. And I really enjoy her writing. When she writes, I feel like she speaks straight from the heart and straight to my heart. For example, I love this that she wrote. She was talking about how she just thought that if she could just get to a size zero pant size, that life would be be great. Like she will have arrived. It will be wonderful. Had an experience where she actually got down to that goal and then she was still really unhappy. So she says right here, I told you that I was shocked when I realized that being a size zero wasn't the answer to my self-confidence struggles. What was even more shocking was a conversation I had shortly after. I was visiting a friend who was dying of cancer. She knew her prognosis wasn't good and that her time left on earth was very limited. However, I discovered that in the middle of our reminiscences and chit-chat, she repeatedly made comments about her size that her thighs were too big, or that she wished she weighed less. And it was such an overwhelming conversation with me because I realized it never stops. My friend was dying, and she was still worried about how she looked. And in that moment, I went from being frustrated with my own self-confidence and struggles to being mad at the source of them. As I looked at my friend, I knew what Jesus would say if he were there. You're powerful and good, and kind, and gentle, and righteous. You are mine. But it wasn't Jesus's voice she was hearing in those moments of insecurity. It was the beauty industry, and the social media, and traumatizing experiences of the past, and Satan, and so many other things rolled into one. The experience shocked me into a moment of realization. I realized that this is not what God's plan is for his daughters. To worry, and work, and worry, and work some more. To look the way that the world wants them to, all until they die, still unhappy with their appearance. No, I realized that what God wants is radically confident daughters who change the world, and I knew that if God wants something, he makes a way for it to happen. So I started looking. And then she goes in to talk about the ways that she found real self-confidence, and that is through having a better relationship with the Lord. So I thought that that was, I just really love that so much because I think we can get caught up in always chasing the next size or always chasing the the fancier house or when this happens then everything will be great when this happens then I'll be happy and she has such great insights on how to have your own self-confidence and how to instill that in our kids I just really love it so much Another quote that I wanted to read, one of her favorites and one of my favorite speakers of all time is a man named Jeffrey R. Holland, and he is a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And this is a quote that he gave in one of his 
talks that he gave in General Conference. General Conference is the meeting that I love to listen to every six months that comes from our prophets and leaders of our church that is current revelation. So this is a talk that he gave back about five years ago, and it's called Two Young Women, and this is just a little part of it. I love this so much. He says, First of all, I want you to be proud you are a woman. I want you to feel the reality of what that means, to know who you truly are. You are literally a spirit daughter of heavenly parents with a divine nature and an eternal destiny. That surpassing truth should be fixed deep in your soul and be fundamental to every decision that you make as you grow into mature womanhood. There could never be a greater authentication of your dignity, your worth, your privileges, and your promise. Your Father in Heaven knows your name and knows your circumstance. He hears your prayers. He knows your dreams and your hopes, including your fears and frustrations, and He knows what you can become through faith in Him. Because of this divine heritage, along with all of your spiritual sisters and brothers, have full equality in His sight and are empowered through obedience to become a rightful heir in His eternal kingdom. Okay, and then there's this other little part in that same talk that I wanted to quote as well. He says, I plead with you, young women, to please be more accepting of yourselves, including your body, shape, and style, and with little less longing to look like someone else. We are all different. Some are tall and some are short. Some are round and some are thin. And almost everyone, at some time or another, wants to be something they are not. But as one advisor to teenage girls said, you can't live your life worrying that the world is staring at you. When you let people's opinions make you self-conscious, you give away your power. The key to feeling confident is to always listen to your inner self, the real you. And in the kingdom of God, the real you is more precious than rubies. I can't wait for you to meet Kristen and hear all about her site that she is the director of, rubygirl.org. And I think that along perfectly with that quote that says that we are more precious than rubies. Super excited to introduce our guest today. We have the director of Ruby Girl and the host of One Minute Scripture Study, Kristen Walker-Smith. Kristen, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so happy to be here. This is so fun for me because I feel like we're already best friends because I've been listening to your podcast and now you're just finding out about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally okay with that. Not weird at all. It is funny how podcasts do that sometimes. Yeah. So you, you have them in your ear and then you just feel like, oh, well, I know her all the time. Why doesn't she know me? Anyway, so a little tidbit oh, about great. you, I guess, that I forgot to mention is that you love peanut butter and you love Elder Holland, which are two things that I really love mm-hmm. too. So In equal amounts, yep. <laughs> well, Kristen, will you tell us a little bit about you and your family and what you do? And then we're just going to talk about all these amazing things that you're doing right now. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So I live with my husband and three kids in Idaho, and this is a brand new adventure for us. I never pictured myself living here. Um, I grew up in Los Angeles and kind of thought that Idaho was just potatoes and cows. And I'm finding out there are actually people here and they're great people. So, so it's an adventure and we're just, we're an outdoorsy family. So this is a great place for us because I love to rock climb and hike and stuff. So we're enjoying it here. 
That is so awesome. Okay, so you've got this great podcast, One Minute Scripture Study, which I actually listen to when I'm carpooling every day. It's so awesome. And will you just tell us what's the story behind it? How did this all get started? You know what is actually interesting? I signed up for um, a podcast class, which some of you might have heard of. It's Podcast University with um, Rachel Nielsen and Monica Packer. And I signed up for that with the intent to start a podcast for moms. And I just knew I was supposed to start this podcast for moms and I felt really prompted to take this class. So I invested the money, took the class, followed all of their advice, and I was recording. I had recorded like three full episodes for this podcast for moms. I can't even remember what it was called, but... um, then everything got deleted that I had done. And I had had so many technical difficulties getting to this point already that I was like, you know what? Jesus doesn't want this podcast, okay? He doesn't like this idea. (laughs) So I was just like, fine, I quit, okay. So then I was in the driveline picking my kids up from school like a month later and listening to one of these amazing scripture study podcasts that is like, 40 minutes long. And because I am an EFY teacher, a former seminary teacher, I'm always thinking about teenagers. I was like, man, they could benefit from this so, so much, but they just probably won't invest the time or don't even have the time to listen for 30 or 40 minutes. And then the spirit came and I know it's the spirit because it was a great idea and I don't get great (laughs) ideas. And it was like, but they'd listen for one. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's it. That's the podcast I'm supposed to make. And so I started because I'd already done all the training and I knew what to do. I started that week and I scheduled my first week or I I recorded my first week of podcasts, got it up within like the next week and just have been going ever since. And I love it. That is so awesome. And I love how we're both doing our scriptures in the car during the car. Sometimes it's the only way, right? I know. It's like all these added insights that you can't quite squeeze in. But I love that it was while you were actively doing something. Because I feel like sometimes when I say my prayers, I'm sitting there waiting. And the inspiration is just not coming, you know. And you're like, okay, I've read. I'm trying to ponder and meditate here. And I love that it's while you're in action, doing your duties as a mom, that the inspiration comes. I think that's while you're filling your mind with goodness. I think that's really such a good message for us. Absolutely. So do you have a a favorite message of one of your one minute scripture studies? Um, You know, I do occasionally do bonus episodes where I talk for a little bit longer. And one of the things I feel really passionately about that I've talked about is how much we need to teach teenagers and tweenagers, all these kids growing up about how the atonement is for them and how God is not surprised by all the ways they mess up or by all of the weaknesses that they have, that he didn't come across his first teenager and go, oh, dang it. (laughs) What are we supposed to do with this kid? You know, he's not surprised by it. Like it's part of his plan that they mess up and they learn to turn to him early on in their spiritual journey. That as they're really growing their testimony for themselves for the very first time, they're also not able to live up to those standards that they have for themselves. And it teaches them, hey, guess what? You can't do this without God. And that's why he lets you be weak so that you learn to turn to him right away. So that's one thing that I really wish more teenagers understood because I think there's a lot of spiritual frustration within the church that turns people away because we can't live up to the standard of perfection that we know will eventually be expected to meet. And I think it it gets people so frustrated that they walk away and I don't want to see anyone walk away. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that actually applies to adults too. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I should, I should pay attention to that too. <laughs> no, I think that that's really, that's such a good one. So, and you also have this really cool website called rubygirl.org that you're the director of. And I, even just watching the little intro video there, just like had goosebumps all over the part all over the place. How did that get started? And tell, tell our friends listening what that is and what that's about. Yeah. So Ruby Girl, um, it is designed to help Latter-day Saint girls unplug from Satan's lies and plug into a truth-filled, happy life. And it actually got started years ago at the request of Sister Elaine Dalton, who is fabulous. And she asked my friend Michelle to um, build this website for Latter-day Saint girls. It was kind of a more relaxed version of of like what the church was doing, just a, a place where girls could be a little bit more open and it could be more of a community. And so my friend did that. She got it going. It was fantastic. But then she had some health issues and multiple kids getting married in one year and just had to set it aside because it was one thing too many, you know? And then she and I met and she realized what I was doing for teenagers and how into teenagers I am in the least creepy way possible. That sounds really weird. I'm like, I'm really into teenagers, but I just love teenagers. And she was like, hey, would you be interested in taking over Ruby Girl? And I was like, I've never heard of it, but let me think about it. And so it was actually April, the last April general conference that she invited me to take, take it over. And I prayed about it during that conference. And during conference, I got the message that's like, yes, take it over. And so now we're just building up ways that we can help these girls connect with God and disconnect from the lies that Satan is just pouring throughout mm. the world. I love it. So tell us some of the, some of the things that are on there. I love the intro video with Elena Stalton. It's so that's sweet with so her sweet. and this little girl talking back and forth. It's like the sweetest thing in the whole world. Yeah. But, that's Michelle's daughter a number of years ago. And she and Elaine, oh, that, yeah. Everyone should watch that video. It just shows Elaine like the heart of who so Elaine is. so sweet. I'll and link up to that in the show notes. So everyone can just go straight there because it really <laughs> is, it is the sweetest. So tell us a little bit, what else is on that site? What kinds of things do you guys cover? So one of the cool things that we do is we have a blog that is written mostly by girls. Um, there are a couple of bomb contributors that write as well, but it's also all edited and run by um, a girl that I know from back when I worked in the Young Women um, program. She kind of runs the whole thing. And so there are articles for young girls, there's articles for older girls, there's articles for moms and leaders. And so that's kind of a thing that gets updated pretty regularly is that's on there. Um, my podcast is also published on there. And then we also have, um, we also have some offerings like we did a summit for moms and leaders back in the summer and we have the recordings of that available for purchase on there and we've got courses and we've got printable quotes that you can put up in your daughter's room that will help her remember who she really is. There's just, it's supposed to be hopefully a place where you can come if you're wondering how to help your daughter spiritually and there'll be something for you there. Which there is so much. I love it yeah. so much. Well, and I love this body gratitude workbook that you have even for free on there is the coolest little thing. I was printing it off for my daughter and she's like, Ooh, mom, what is this? And I'm like, okay, hey, don't go through it yet. We're going to go through this together. But do you mind walking us through that? Because I think that that is something that is so hard for girls right now and moms for, for, for all women right now, young right. or old is worrying about body comparisons and right. loving our body regardless of what shape yeah. or form it is. 
And I think a lot of what this body gratitude workbook came from is experiences that I've had where I dieted. I started dieting at age seven and I didn't stop until just a few years ago. So it was almost 30 years of hating my body. And that's why I dieted. And um, I just spent hours and hours in therapy and with dietitians and working through it. And, um, and I realized I'm like, you know what? Not everyone has as many issues with their body as I did. And I could probably help girls avoid a lot of what I went through. And so I created this body gratitude workbook and it is actually, it's mostly for um, older girls and, and younger girls can do it too. But I found that the younger girls, like I'm doing a mentorship group with younger girls and a lot of them haven't had these issues against, um, yet. So they're, it's good preparation for them to learn to do this. But for a teenage girl who is really struggling with loving her body, it's a great resource. And what it does is it first helps girls recognize what are the negative thoughts I'm even having about my body? Because a lot of times they don't put it into words. They don't say out loud, oh man, my thighs are so fat. Or, oh, I wish my eyes weren't so close together. And we, we figure out what are the things I'm saying about my body. And then the second thing that we do is we change the way you talk about your body. And we turn your body thoughts into statements of fact. So if I think, oh man, my teeth are so crooked, that's an opinion. Someone else could look at your mouth and be like, actually, it's not that crooked. Like, I think your smile looks nice. So we change, we change our thoughts about our bodies into statements of fact, such as my smile can brighten someone's day. That's a fact. I mean, you can't really fight against that. That's a fact. Or, oh, my thighs are so fat. Okay. Statement of fact, my thighs help me to walk around and they help me sit down and get up again. So we start thinking in a more body neutral place. Cause I think people try and jump from body hatred to body love where they're like, I love my body. It's so beautiful. And I found that just trying to be neutral is a great place to get girls to where it's like, I'm not going to be singing my body's praises, but I also don't hate it. And that's an important place for girls to be comfortable being. And then the next thing that I love, and this is based on a practice that I've done for a long time, is recognizing the gifts that your body gives you. Because God gave you a body not to take amazing selfies with. And he didn't give you a body so that it could shrink and you could have a thigh gap. And he didn't give you a body so that someone else could be jealous of it, right? Like that's not what your body is for. Your body is here because you have a mission and you need a body to do it. And so one of the biggest things that this thing, that this workbook teaches is to recognize and be grateful for the specific things your body lets you do. So what did my head let me do today? Well, I have ears and I'm able to hear as we have this conversation. If I didn't have ears, man, that would be so hard to have a conversation with someone. Or what about my arms? Okay. Yeah, sure. Maybe they're jiggly. I've got Relief Society arms, but also I was able to hug a friend today. I was able to throw a baseball with my kids. So it's taking out the appearance and focusing on the activity. What are the activities my body can let me do? And I actually, Beauty Redefined, I don't know if you're aware of them, but they've been one of the mm -hmm. biggest resources of learning how to do this for me. And I highly, highly recommend them. They talk all about that activity over appearance idea. I love that so much. And I, yeah, Beauty Redefined is beautiful. I love following them on Instagram. They're incredible. They are such yeah. a resource. I love that. They're coming out with a book, More Than a Body, and that's going to be Ruby Girls, the mom's very first book club is, I'm going to be oh having, 
I'm going to be having book clubs every quarter where we read a book that helps moms and daughters. And that's our very first one. And so I'm so excited for that one. That's coming up in January for us. That is really cool. Well, and yeah. I love that you are recognizing the wonderful things that your body does. Mm -hmm. I remember listening to this um, talk by President Nelson before he was the prophet. And it was, I think it's like 20 years old or something, maybe older than that. I think it's called the magnificence of man. Am I remembering the name of it right? When he goes through and he talks about all our different body parts and the different functions that they do, like your eyes and your and like your skin oh, is this yes. organ that yeah. protects you from the heat, you know, from getting burned because it blocks the way, or you know, it tells you you're cold and you need to bundle up. And anyway, but it just give it gave me such a better appreciation just listening to them. Like, oh my body does really amazing yeah. things. And especially without me even thinking about it, it just, right, it's yeah. happening, you know, I need to stop downing myself when I still have a little bit of the baby weight that I'm working on three years later or something, you know, right. worried about that and focus on what it can do. I love that you get them to a neutral place. Cause I feel like that is a lot easier to get to instead of just saying, uh -huh. Oh, I'm wonderful. Like, cause that doesn't feel like you can convince yourself quite of that before you take right. a neutral step. Right. Love that. Okay. I'm also super excited about this unstoppable confidence course that you're offering to moms and daughters. Oh, I mean, it's just like, you're just chock full. I could go through and be like, okay, tell us the hundred things that you're doing on there because all of it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, Kristen, I think we're just going to, I'm going to just use all of your programs because they're just so incredible. So do you mind like telling us a little bit about that? Like what are some yeah. of these key steps and skills to having this confidence? like as a young girl and as a mom because yeah I think I feel like I'm just as lacking confidence if not maybe sometimes more as a mom than as a girl which yeah. just seems really kind of crazy but well and that's why it's a mother-daughter challenge is because we need to be on the same page um, I actually did this earlier just as a group of, of teenage girls and me working together and the more I thought about it, the more I thought about this quote from Elder Holland, where he talks to the women of the church and he tells them, you know what, if you're obsessing over being a size two, then don't be surprised if your daughter or a my maid, back when there were my maids, makes herself sick trying to do the same thing. And I was like, you know what, that's absolutely true. I can teach these girls all of these awesome things, but if their mothers aren't on the same page, then it's not going to really ever click. And so it is a mother-daughter challenge because mothers are powerhouses. They're amazing, amazing examples for their daughters. And they, if they're on the same page, man, that's, that's unstoppable, right? That's the unstoppable confidence part. Um, and one of the things that is the biggest part of this is the spiritual work that you do in order to gain confidence. And that is something I realized over years and years of struggling to like myself. And when I got to a point where I truly hated myself, um, and I was seeking for confidence in all the ways that girls do, right? I was, I was dieting. I was getting down to a certain size. I was buying all the clothes. I was buying all the makeup. I was doing all these things to try and change and be who I thought would be most likable to other people. Uh, when I finally got to the point where I realized, you know what? Social media changes. Your friends change. Even like your, your own family can kind of change and not always be reliable, but the one person who is reliable is God. And so if you want reliable, unstoppable confidence, it has to start with him. Like you have to be okay with other people not liking you, or you have to be okay with someone saying, man, those jeans make you look fat and being like, 
well, that's your opinion and it just doesn't matter. So I started working on building confidence based on God. And a lot of that relies on you being able to talk to God. And so the whole challenge starts with recognizing the revelation you already received, learning how to pray effectively so that God can most easily answer you, learning how to recognize answers to your prayers so that you're not waiting around for answers that are already coming and you don't realize it. Um, and then we just go into a whole bunch of different ways to work on your confidence. We talk about how your worth is not negotiable, how you have an eternal value that never changes. And this is one of my most favorite things to teach because man, we all think my value changes because that's how the world is. Your value totally changes to other people, but to God, it never changes. And then we talk about how your soul is not defined by your shell. Who you are and the mission you have on this earth has absolutely nothing to do with what you see in the mirror. That's totally negligible. And then we also talk about how, how you're not defined by your circumstances and you're the hero you've been waiting for. And all of these other powerful truths that I don't think girls get into their heart in time <laughs> to handle everything that's happening to them during the teen years. So it's basically, we attack five different truths that are the most important for girls to understand and the most important for their moms to support them on. Cause I know my mom will never listen to this, so I can say this, but I have been calling my mom out. <laughs> mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but I've been calling my mom out lately because she will comment all the time. Oh, you look so cute. And I'm like, mom, that's the least interesting thing about me. Tell me something else. And she's like, oh, um, you're also really smart. And I'm like, great. That's a better compliment. So I think moms, you know, moms have the ability to influence their daughters in just these little ways, even with the compliments they give. And so I think if moms and daughters can work together, man, what a difference they'll make. I love that. And sometimes it is tricky to change that dialogue when you're so used to saying that over mm -hmm. and over. Oh, that is really tricky. But I love that. I love picking those other attributes because beauty doesn't stick around forever, but those other no. things will. I love that. That's really awesome. So where can we find you? Where can we give everybody all of this amazingness that you have? Well, I think I'm officially famous on Instagram if you want to find me there. I made this video about how much I hate candy corn. Oh, and I need to see a, that one. I haven't it seen has 100,000 views. I'm like, <laughs> I'm famous, right? Like, where's Oprah? Call me already. So if, if you want to find me on Instagram, uh, I'm there under Kristen, Kristen Walker-Smith. And can I just tell you, let me throw my mom under the bus again. So <laughs> Walker, I know she'll never listen to this. She doesn't even know how to listen to podcasts. Like, so it's okay. She'll never find me, but okay. So Walker is my maiden name. And one time I did something like I was speaking at AFY or, or something and she, I, I forwarded the notice to her and it just said Kristen Smith. And my mom's like, okay, Kristen, the Smiths didn't teach you everything, you know, the Walkers did. And she's like, I really think you should include the Walker name in there. <laughs> so I got bullied by my mom into including that. That is actually <laughs> hilarious. But I guess it does yeah, make so you stand out. Probably a bazillion Kristen Smiths, right? Yeah. No. Right? I yes. So. Oh, you're sweet, Mama. That is so funny. That is so funny. 
Okay, so we're finding you on Instagram, and we've all got to watch the candy corn one. I obviously it's missed that great. one. I saw the cute reel that you put out when it was talking about the things that were influencing where girls are getting their oh yes their confidence from, and you have the social media, and then you have the boys, which was my poor I'm husband your was husband. so <laughs> not happy to be a part of a reel. <laughs> Yes. I think our husbands are right there together. Right? But I'm like, do you want me to go grab a neighbor and flirt with him? Really, honey? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. I thought that was so great. So yeah, let's, you guys got to go to her Instagram, see those reels. They are so fun. And then your, your rubygirl.org. Is that right? Yep. Not yep. com, not com. I was going to com at first and I'm like, that's not right. This no, is it's .org. And if you want to listen to the podcast, it's right on there. It's just rubygirl.org forward slash podcast. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm sure you can find that all over different podcast apps. Cause I yep, know I can it's find everywhere. it in the Apple app. So awesome. Okay. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? Um, just that if anyone has a daughter, who is between nine and 12, I'm actually doing for the first time ever my one minute scripture study podcast, offering that as a mentorship for girls. And so I've already Which filled up. Sounds so awesome. Tell us more about what is going on with this because I it is awesome. This is perfect. So I, I have figured out, I finally honed things down, lots of trial and error to the fact that it's the girls who are between the ages of nine and 12 who are really prepared to um, listen and to interact on Zoom and who are happy to be part of these online groups. And we are diving into how to help them recognize the spirit, um, how to talk to God, how to gain confidence from God. And we're doing this before they hit the teen years, before things get hard. So it's all about that preparing and preventing um, problems from coming up. And we're digging into the scriptures, figuring out how to study the scriptures so that it's fun, how to pray so that it's wonderful. And the groups are just great. I've already filled up one group. Um, I'm keeping them small because I want each girl to feel like she's seen. Um, so I'm limiting it to 12. So I filled up one group and I'm, I've opened a second group that's meeting on Thursday nights at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. So if anyone wants to be a part of that, it's probably not going to be open for very long. Awesome. I need to sign up right away because I have a girl <laughs> that age and she's obviously not getting everything she needs from me. <laughs> things, she's like, like, Oh, so what do you think? What do you have to, how do you, have you felt the spirit this week? Huh? Never felt What's the spirit. The spirit? I don't it takes a village. It takes a village. You are killing me. Yes. Yeah, so maybe if it comes from somebody else, it will be a little more helpful. Right. I know. Uh, I feel like I teach my kids tons of good stuff and then they finally actually hear it when they go to church and someone else says it. Right. So. Well, in which we haven't had really, you know, know, we haven't had any kind of Sunday school or, you know, children's groups or we've had yeah. a little bit of our youth groups, but my younger kids haven't had anything. So it will be really nice to it feed will. her into somebody else's <laughs> mind for a while. <laughs> There's other people that want you to develop this, not just right. me. And I think this is important. So that's yeah. so great. So awesome. Okay. Well, let's go ahead. Do you mind answering my three helpful and happy questions? Oh, yes, go. please. Okay. So I always throw this in here because our Helping of Happiness blog is about trying to make anything, all things happy in family. And things that make me the happiest are family and food, going on fun trips together, 
and any kind of homemaking hack or like parenting family help that I can get that will just make our lives a little bit easier. So I am getting okay. all of this good stuff from you to kind of help us brainstorm because everybody hates trying to figure out what we're going to make for dinner tonight, I think, right? Yes. So yes. first question is, what is your favorite food or meal? Okay. I thought you were just asking for like regular food. And I was like, well, obviously Reese's peanut butter cups, but okay. Well, that's that not a meal totally you can feed count. your family. We can, we can put that down as a food group. My husband I mean, actually, totally be with that. I could feed my family that for dinner and that they'd be happy. No, my favorite meal to make my family that everyone in my family loves is from Mel's Kitchen Cafe, her broccoli cheese soup. It is really divine. It is so, so good. And my whole family loves it. So good to know. My kids love broccoli cheese soup. Oh, that it's, one is, it's, it's the best. The best. Especially my kids request it for their birthdays. That And that's a true testament to a recipe. Right? If they ask right? for their birthday, you know it's the best, right? That's awesome. Okay. What about the best trip you've ever gone on or a dream vacation? Hey, does this have to be family friendly? No. Because I was like... <laughs> solo trip you can be off on with the girls or you can be off by yourself okay. or with your husband i'm like a horrible mother but i'm like the best trip i had was before my kids were ever born no, that's um, kind of what everyone's like well <laughs> you know it was really great when we left the kids and we went to hawaii <laughs> no when um when my husband and i were just out of college he was actually doing a master's program in brussels belgium and so oh, we got to travel all the time from there and our very favorite trip actually was ireland of all of the like fancy cities we went to we went to rome and paris and spain we did all these things but we loved ireland just the most beautiful country and the nicest people loved it so awesome i'm gonna have to pick your brain about that because ireland is on my dream list oh, i have a dream favorite. list that is just growing and growing i think the longer <laughs> we're in covid the more i'm like we've got to get out of here we got to go somewhere um, keep wanting to plan actually these though now it's kind of like just anywhere outside my house seriously right even if we drive for an hour we can right. make it work hopefully it will be open <laughs> yes okay and last one do you have a homemaking hat for us okay when I read this, I actually laughed. I'm a horrible, Everyone like, I was that. thinking crafty stuff. I'm like crafts. Like I don't do crafts. No, my only, my only thing that I'm really good about is that we have a rule around our house that I will say, Hey, the maid is coming in five minutes. Anything that's not cleaned up, you have to pay the maid. I'm the maid. And nice. so I tell my kids, I'm like, if anything that's not picked up costs you 25 cents, if I have to pick it up. So I tell them the maid is coming and they're always like, we hate the maid. And I'm like, so do I. And, <laughs> but it gets them to pick up really fast. And I'll use that once a day. And it gets all those little messes cleaned up. Cause they'll find even like the little post-it note they left on the floor. They'll pick those things up too. So that is my one homemaking hack that I have. Um, we're going to start using that. That's amazing. Awesome. I could use some extra cash. I mean, I feel like I should be paid anyway. I work really hard around here. Yes. So. Then maybe I would have, I'd probably have enough money to go to Ireland if they all were paying me to pick up all <laughs> Take their Take me stuff. with you. <laughs> Girls trip. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. This was fantastic. Thank you so much for spending Thank some time you. with us and giving us some hope for our relationship with our girls and our girls to get a little closer to God. I think that that's just amazing that you're doing all this work. So thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please go share it with a friend. We need your help. If you're not sharing it, then we have no way of growing. So please go share with your friends. 
it means the most when a friend has recommended the podcast. So if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, that maybe you're listening through your device, and you can put it in your Instagram story and just do that little at sign and tag helping of happiness so we can see it and applaud it and be so excited about it. Or if you want to just tell them in person, or if you're listening through a podcast app, there's usually a little sharing option where you can get a link and you can text it to a friend. Another thing that would be really awesome is if you don't mind giving us a rate and review. Those rate and reviews really help us to recruit other guests that we might have on our podcast so that they can see that this is a worthwhile platform to be on. Have a fabulous week. Thank you.